Coming up this week, that's how hypnosis can be used in a negative <laughs> way. Make them smoke a carrot and think it's a split. Is <laughs> that bullshit? <laughs> There's this mysticism around it. Click in front of somebody's face and you're like... Uh, 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 and then you go to sleep and, you're, and they're like, boom. Yeah. Who knows? People can get stuck in hypnosis. Shallow hal was a lie. Yeah. If I'm fucking hypnotising, you're paying me. I don't go around doing that stuff for free. Don't try this at home. No. And sleep. <laughs> you are listening to the Son of a Bitch podcast with your host Christina Lennon and Joel Mignot. I've made us a wonderful Cherry Cosmo. Ooh. Yes. Fancy. It looks it delightful. Looks... I'm going to be sharing some pictures. That's very Instagrammable. Yeah, she is delicious. <laughs> I have been getting a lot of questions through my DMs about mm. your line of work. Hypnosis in particular. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always. I mean, it's a fascinating subject. Yes. So. Mm. And I don't know everything. Almost everything. <laughs> I have actually gotten a one visa oh, for America as a hypnotist. Does. Yeah. So some would say I was an expert. Yes, you are. And <laughs> I think the question on everybody's lips, can you explain to us what hypnosis is? So mm. hypnos means sleep mm. and osis means state. Yeah. Um where but then there's theories that it now that it's not a state, mm. it's not sleep. People are like, you don't have to be you have your eyes closed for hypnosis. Yeah. Um it's a focused state of attention, an altered state of attention. Um, it people describe it in many ways because there isn't. It's psychology. Remember, mm. anything in psychology is a theory yes. because it's not like this pipe connects to this and this makes it do this. We, it's not tangible. We can't see it. We can't see it working. Um, and as much as we'd like to open up your brain as we're doing hypnosis and see what's yeah. happening, <laughs> there has been some breakthroughs with. PET scans, PET yes. scans, MRIs and stuff. It's it's like um, a more detailed MRI. Oh, right, okay. So now they can see parts of the brain lighting up. So for instance, whilst under hypnosis. Yes. Wow. So for instance, if you were to go in a PET scan hmm. and I was to, if we were to sort of PET scan you while you were playing golf, for instance, and then I was to hypnotize you to think you were playing golf, the same parts of your brain light up. Okay. So it's, the brain then can imagine something as as though it were real. Mm. So wow. it's all about imagination. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, to describe what it is in minutes is virtually impossible. Most people are like, oh, you drive your car, you arrive at your destination. Mm. You were in a trance. Yeah. You don't remember it. When you're you were kind in like of a like daydream state. Autopilot. Yes. Yeah. So some people describe it as that. And then some people completely disagree with that. Mm. Some people say there's no such thing as trance. Hypnosis is not sleep. Well, hip, the word comes from sleep. So mm. if it isn't that, what is it? From what I've read, hypnosis started in like the 1800s by... Mesmer. They used to use a lot of like hand movements and eye contact and it was yeah i mean this it's, it's adapted and changed over the years and there's so many ways to induce, induce yeah. hypnosis mm-hmm. um the induction is the bit where a lot of people use muscle relaxation so mm. there's there's so many inductions that's the bit you do before you give the suggestion yeah so it, it's the bit i do to get you to the state where I can then make you do things Mm. but the induction you can use confusion you can use things like eye lock methods you can use muscle relaxation um there's there's all sorts of different methods the induction is to just get you into that state state. so that's what you'd probably hear when people are like take a deep breath yeah yeah. but then there's rapid inductions Mm. which are like do this do this and Pull your arm and yeah, before exactly. you know like it, when you're you just click, like, gun, when done. You, when you click in front of somebody's face and you're like... Yeah, like I mean, that's... Out. Once they're under, I'll then say, as soon as I click my fingers, you'll fall straight to sleep because mm. that's a way for me to put you back to sleep. Yeah. Because if I wake you up, put you back to sleep, we get a deeper state each time. Mm. It's called fractioning. For instance, some people are amazing at inductions. 
You'll yeah. get some hypnotists that are brilliant at inductions mm. and can do, you know, majorly dramatic inductions where people are dropping on the floor mm. and people are like, ooh, that's hypnosis. Yeah. But then you maybe get a therapist that's not has got one induction, but is brilliant at the therapy Suggestion bit. and the therapy. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll get people that are great at both. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so for people at home that don't know, you started off doing stage hypnotism. That's what the people at home would think. You yeah, know yeah. Different. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but your breakthrough was obviously on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I think it's that's what people I think a lot of people think I was a stage hypnotist that went to therapy. Yeah. And it's completely the other way around. It's true. I started in thera- hypnotherapy yeah. in 1999. Didn't do stage until 2014. Yes. So I was a hypnotherapist first and then went into stage. Yeah. So but you get some people that are hypnotherapists, stay hypnotherapists, they never do stage. Mm. And then you get stage people that go to therapy, Mm. that turn to therapy. But then they have no, generally stage people don't have much formal training. No. So they can be a bit, Yeah. It can be a bit dodgy. Mm. But as well, hypnotherapists should always do stage. Wow, was it a learning curve when I did stage? <laughs> and we've seen. And yeah. We were there for the first yeah. for the first couple like. Yeah. But I mean the learning curve because mm. as a therapist, you give somebody a suggestion and then they go out into the world. You don't often see the instant result. Yeah. Whereas when you're on stage, you put someone to sleep and then you're like when I wake you up, you won't remember your name. Mm. You get to see what happened straight away. What? So when people go on stage, they forget the names, mm. or you give them the suggestion, like, you won't remember this whole experience once it's done. What is going on in the brain? Like, what? how, how are I they... I you. <laughs> so I was saying, I wish I could open it up and go, oh! Oh, my God. But it's so crazy what? that you can have that power over somebody. Yes. I mean, again, some would suggest I don't have any power. It's Mm. you. Hypnosis is active. So if I'm trying to hypnotize you, Mm. you've got to follow my instruction. Remember, I'm not doing anything to you. You're doing it to yourself. So So it's a bit like you building a wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. You've got no instructions. I'm telling you how to build the wardrobe. Mm. Did I build the wardrobe or did you build the wardrobe? Mmm, that's interesting. Yeah, so I'm giving you the instructions. So people that can't follow instructions will be terrible studies Mm. for hypnosis. Yeah, I mean, there is covert hypnosis as well. Okay. So that's another... So there's different different types of (laughs) hypnosis. Yeah, but if I was using covert hypnosis, I wouldn't say, do you want to be hypnotised now? Mm. It'd be, you know, I'd pretend I was doing something completely different. Ah, okay. So, but if I'm using overt hypnosis, I'd be like, right, so we're going to hypnotise you and I'd make sure you knew you were going to be hypnotised and I'd want you to follow my instructions carefully. Is that what you use on David? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. When I started doing the dog stuff, Mm. I'd use overt hypnosis. But then as I started to get invited on shows and I wasn't allowed to kind of pre-hypnotise people, Mm. I had to start using more covert methods. Okay. So, for instance, I would say to people, when you come on... So, like, if they were doing the dog bit, I'd be Mm. like... I'd meet them backstage just for a few minutes. I'd try and test out whether they're suggestible, figure out who was the most suggestible. Mm. And you can tell because the one that's scared is yeah, the most, yeah, yeah. it's already in there. Like, are you going to do this? Oh, God, are we starting? And mm. that it's like, right, you're first. Yeah. You're, <laughs> and whoever goes first is obviously sets the scene for yeah, everyone yeah. else. Because as soon as someone sees somebody drop, they're like... That's going to happen to me. Yeah, Is that yeah, going to happen yeah. to me? The seed's in there. Yeah. But I will say to them, right, when you go on stage, you need to kneel on the cross or this mark. Be careful you don't bang your head as you fall. Mm. So they're like, straight away, they're, they're like, they accept that they're going to fall. Yeah. Because they're too busy thinking about banging the head. Yeah. So that 
you're going to fall goes in the back door. Mm. And if you get someone to imagine something, mm. so if I wanted to hypnotize you without you knowing, say if I wanted to go for tapas, yeah. like we did the other <laughs> night, I'd be like, what's your favorite tapas dish? And I, I wouldn't be saying to you, I want to go for tapas. You yeah, need yeah. to come for tapas for me because you might pull back. But I'd be like, so what? What would your favorite tapas be? What's you? So you're already imagining yourself eating the tapas. We all use these techniques mm. in everyday life. Yeah, especially marketing. Or maybe I should use them more often. Mm. Well, <laughs> we because we've learned about hypnosis, it's mm. it's moved through occupations. Yeah, we use so many practices in churches in schools with yeah. our children, in the media. Adver advertisement. Yeah, yeah, we use the same methods. I mean, for starters, the media use the controversy kind of controversial headline to get yeah. you to click. It's called clickbait. Mm -hmm. It's, they're all hypnotic standard practices. Oh. And going back years and years and years, People that have been able to hypnotise have consulted with the media, have consulted with politicians, mm. have consulted with the military. There are documents about to come out, um, I have it on a very good source, about hypnosis in the military, how Milton Erickson was very involved with the military. Do you know, I've heard that they do hypnosis within the police force as well. Yeah. To interrogate I know people. somebody very high up in the police force and he mm. came to see me, member of our family, and was like, we learn NLP. They learn it in the military. Mm. In, yeah, it's not the standard putting people to sleep. No. It's more the covert methods, interrogation, building rapport. It's standard practice. What are the stereotypes within uh, hypnosis the general population would think that need debunking? The worst one, this is my mm. rant, is yes. that people can get stuck in hypnosis. Yeah. It's like... It, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It the only the only thing that could possibly happen, say like if you were doing hypnosis and somebody is going through trauma, mm. they might enjoy the experience so much that they don't want to wake up and they don't wake up instantly and then people are like, oh, they're stuck <laughs> and all of a sudden there's, you know, hysteria. So, but no, you can't get stuck. You'd either fall asleep mm. if you had your eyes closed, you sat there long enough, you'd either fall asleep you wake well you'd fall asleep and then wake up at some point so shallow hal was a lie the film with jack black yes i'm afraid so oh, you can't get God. stuck you can you can put somebody in that state so mm. like for stage that in that state they're not going to stay in that state forever mm. and i can't tell you how long they'll stay in so I can make you forget your name. Mm. You're not going to go off into the world and never remember your name again. No, of course not. But you, you it's a temporary thing. When you were on um, Britain's Got Talent and mm. Simon Cowell was in his dazed state and was, you know, being really unusually kind to people, mm -hmm. what was that? <laughs> it's that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I... To be honest, I don't know 100%. It could mm. well have been... I wasn't involved in the planning. Yes, of course. <clears throat> All I know is, obviously, I went back off stage. You know, we tried it. Mm. I didn't get to work with him. I didn't get to see how suggestible he was. I didn't get to give him any covert. Yeah, yeah. Like, suggestions, nothing. Mm. He just came up plain. And when somebody is in the middle of doing a job, they're not going to be very susceptible or suggestible. No. Because they can't give over their sort of power to you. Yeah. And especially someone like Simon Cowell is not going to give his power over to someone Certainly that just not. randomly walks on stage. No. <laughs> so in that way, you know, it was a very bad subject. We tried thing no mm. suggestion whatsoever as i say and it didn't work no surprise if i'd have spent with ten, simon with simon yeah at first then supposedly he collapsed and i was mm. brought back on he's worked with paul mckenna mm. you know he does hypnosis a lot he's had hypnosis a lot so it could he could have very well mm. you know 
gone under, mm-hmm. so to speak. <laughs> there's a certain crew that are like, there's no trance, there's no sleep, you don't go under, yeah. and they go crazy when anybody says anything like this. But mm. yeah. who knows? But the, as I say, the word hypnosis comes from sleep and state. So, yeah. you know, change the word, then you change what it is. Yeah, for I sure. think you're not talking about hypnosis, and you're talking about NLP which can get the same results. Oh, really? Neuro-linguistic programming. Okay. So covert hypnosis do, is more the NLP stuff. Do you use NLP in, like, um, work environments? And... So it's just hypnosis. So the, the people that, you know, Bandler and people like that mm. that created NLP were hypnotists. Oh. Tony Robbins, a hypnotist. Oh, it's, oh Tony Robbins. Yes, yeah, I've heard he's of a him. hypnotist. Oh. I think in... Oh, he was in one movie as a hypnotist. Uh, oh, it was Shallow Hal. <laughs> yeah. So he yes. is a hypnotist. Mm. But what happens is people get scared of hypnosis because mm. there's this mysticism around it. And people That's very often thing. mix hypnosis overt hypnosis with covert hypnosis with magic with camera tricks like yes. Darren Brown. So then everybody's like, oh my God, Darren Brown's got superpowers. Yeah. No, he's had a whole crew working with him. He's picked his subjects very carefully. Mm. He's used covert, he's used overt, he's used all these mix to make it look like some amazing feat can be done. Mm. And then people get scared of hypnosis and then we can't use it in schools. or So then we have to call it mindfulness and scale it back a mm. bit. We have to call it NLP and take away the sleep mm. bit because that's what people are scared of, yeah. the closing their eyes. If I hypnotise you when your eyes are open, nobody can say I've hypnotised you because hypnos <laughs> means sleep. Yeah, so but you can hypnotise people with the eyes open. You use covert methods, which oh. is NLP kind of stuff. Yeah. Have you ever used hypnosis for your own gain? I use it every day for my own gain because I earn money from it. That's all. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All, every single day. All my work if, is hypnosis. If a policeman pulled you over, could you just quickly drop in a He's, little... You, do you not know? Wait, wasn't there a story <laughs> where you... Oh, this is so bad. Yeah. It was Are you when I get... was a delinquent. Um... <laughs> You're still a delinquent. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I was once um, heading into town and I think I did like some kind of minor traffic violation. Oh. And I was a bit bit nervous. And, <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. And Disclaimer. The, the police. Don't try this at home. No. <laughs> Don't try this at home. But yeah, the police pulled me over. Yes. And... Instead of just waiting for them to come up, I jumped out of the car, ran up, and acted like, you know, damsel in distress. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I'm so lost. Sorry, I don't know where I'm going. Do you know how to get to so-and-so? And he was like, and he tried to talk, and I was like, but do you know how to get to so-and-so? I'm like, and so he said, well, you have to go down here and round there. And I was saying that the roads mm. have changed, which they had. And then he was directing me. And mm. then he, he finished the directions, and... I made sure I said, like, you can go now. Mm. Like, can you tell me this so I can go now? And then, da-da-da-da, so I can go now. Yes. And I kept saying that. And then he went to sort of say again what I'd done wrong. Can't remember what it was now. And then I'd <laughs> say again, you know, so it's is it left, right, and, oh, and then, then he went to talk and I was like, oh, don't say anything, I'm going to forget, I'm going to forget. <laughs> like, just completely bamboozled him. But I made sure that I got, I can go now. I can go now. I can go now. And so then I just turned to him and went, I can go now. And he went, yes. Like and he's like, <laughs> just sat there like in a daze. But that's like a confusion. Afterwards, he'll have been sat there going, what the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> you just confused him and yeah. bombarded him. And with... you do hypnosis things where you're like, look here, look there, do yeah. this, do that. And they're like, uh, 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 uh. and then you go sleep. And, you're, and they're like, <laughs> boom, like, they just go. And that's just like a confusion. Yeah. But wow. planting in three times the suggestion. That you can go and that you're free to go and that yeah. I've not done anything wrong. I'm well, I wouldn't say I've not done anything wrong because mm. I'm then reminding them about doing something wrong. Uh, Remember, so your brain's mi- like Google. If you Google red shoes, you get, I don't want to see red shoes, you're going to get red shoes. Right. So always state things in the positive. I can go now. 
Yes. I'm free to go rather than saying I'm lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm lost. But, yeah. So it, like if you want it to be on time, you won't say I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late because your brain's going to focus on being late. Mm. You'd say I'm going to be on time. I'm going to be in yeah. plenty of time. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> don't try give that at home. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say let's give that a will, but yeah, not not with the police, not advisable. <laughs> I was once explaining it to a manager of mine mm. and I gave him an empty he had an empty McDonald's, you know, like rewards card. Mm. It was I think it had one sticker on. And I said, go up. I said, be build a bit of report. I said, but be very certain, like mm. super certain. And, and in the conversation, talk about something. I said, hand it over and say three times that you want a coffee with your your full rewards card. Yes. Just be super confident about it, but slip it in the conversation three times. And he went up and like I was watching him and I couldn't see what was going on. He handed mm. it over and like he just like turned around with the coffee like, oh my God, <laughs> it worked. Like I used to work on tills and people mm. were like, I handed you a twenty pound note. And yeah. you're just like, No, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you handed me a ten. But it's the confidence. You have to just like go with it. I did I did that and I didn't do this deliberately. Mm. Somebody gave me some change and I thought they'd short change me and I went back in and I was like, You've done this, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then I walked out after and I was like, Oh shit, actually no, it was my fault. But I was more sure. Yeah. I was more confident. <laughs> I was more sure. Yeah. And so she was just like, oh, you know, the people start to doubt themselves. That's how hypnosis can be used in a negative <laughs> way. <Yeah. laughs> or positive. How you... It depends how you look at it. It's positive for me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hypnosis, though, does have a bad name as well. It's had a bad rep. Yeah. So... For, for various reasons. A, because there's a lot of misconceptions about yes. it. There's a lot of things that aren't known. Mysticism. There's a lot of mysticism. And some people try and keep the mysticism. Some mm. people try and debunk the mysticism. Um, hypnotherapists are always like, stage hypnosis is bad. Mm. Bullshit. It's like, it's only ever helped when I do a stage hypnosis show, yeah. then people are more willing to have hypnosis. They, they're like, come up to you afterwards and like, ooh, once yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. But you become so much better as a hypnotherapist or a hypnotist when, doing stage. What are some of the things that you do in your stage hypnosis shows? Like, what, what could somebody expect when they go to a Christina Lennon stage hypnosis show? I make them forget how to count and then they think yeah. they've got 11 fingers yeah. I make them smoke a carrot and think it's a spliff <laughs> I, uh, they think I'm invisible and yeah and I... people get scared like people literally like <laughs> they act scared or they get scared who knows well it's all happening to them yeah and as well, I think one of the funniest moments is when, do you do one where the, you think there's an alien in the room or something? Or like, or everybody, you make them speak in alien. It marsh, it Martian or alien. Yeah. So I'll get someone, I'll put them under, under, and say, when you wake up, you'll only speak Martian. Yeah. And when they wake up, they're like, yip, yip, yip. Yeah. and then I get someone else and say, you will translate. And I get someone funny yeah. to translate. And then I'll be, I'll ask them loads of funny questions. It's um, actually hilarious. Mm, like yeah. when when you see like a friend or a loved one up on stage, just acting a fool and having no inhibitions. Like it's so funny. It Once people see somebody they know or they go up themselves, mm. they believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go up and nobody up there, you just think, well, they're just acting because you don't. That's it. Do you know what I mean? You don't get to see it. Sometimes you do. You watch the show and you think, Jesus Christ, they are under. Some people do stuff and you're like, whoa. (laughs) That's like, there's no way. But when I did... I did a TV show called The World's Best in Hollywood. Mm. And for that, I wanted to do something a bit different to prove hypnosis was real to the viewers. Yeah. So what I decided to do was I decided you can't make people eat onions anymore. Mm. That in, not in the UK anyway. That's completely banned. You can't do catalepsy where you make them rigid and, you know. Yes. People would put the head and the feet on a chair. Mm. 
and make like a bridge with a person like a and then stand on them. Uh-uh. Which, fine, but if you've got back issues yeah. or neck issues, you know, <laughs> you put, once they wake up, they're going to feel that pain. You're pushing the human body to its yeah. limits. Yeah, and then eating an That'd onion snap. could, like, you know, cause problems. Yeah. So what I did was I made them, well, I didn't make them, I asked them to eat a lemon mm. and I told them it was their favourite fruit. Mm. But what I did was I got people from the the audience that were not hypnotised gave them the lemon mm. and then all the hypnotized people the lemon. And when you see the difference in their facial expressions, so the people eating the lemon that are hypnotized are eating it like you eating a mango or yeah. grapes, like, <laughs> like licking every bit that dribbles. <laughs> Whereas the people that were non-hypnotized were like trying to eat it, but like, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. they just That's couldn't great. eat it. And it just proves the difference. I also got them to, somebody hypnotized somebody non-hypnotized mm. so i'd get like uh, a woman and then i'd get a big burly guy from the audience i'd get them both to put their hands in ice cold water mm. and the non-hypnotized guy would be like no way i can't keep it in there yeah, yeah. whereas there'd be a little old lady like oh it's nice and warm yeah. and oh i could keep it in here all day now i couldn't let them keep it in there long because mm. that wouldn't be very good for the body no, no, no. it was only like a minute but the non-hypnotized person just couldn't keep their hand in f- for like even seconds. So from what I'm gathering, hypnosis is basically like, you know. Mind over matter. Yeah, mind over matter <laughs> and like achieving your best. Yeah. You without can, your mind getting in the way. People have said, oh, you couldn't make me run a marathon. I can't make you do something that is completely beyond your ability. Yeah, of course. But most of us don't get anywhere near our full potential or no. full ability. Nowhere near. Yeah, because we, of the the structures we've put in place in our head mm-hmm. that need bringing down. So apparently, they estimate again. We use all theories. Ten mm. percent we use. Right. Ten percent of our ability or our brain. So if I can get you to twenty percent, yeah, you're doubling your productivity or yeah, your yeah, abilities. Yeah, exactly. And if you think about, it, if you work with a sports person, it's about improvement. If you can, sh- like, if you're running and you can shave a fraction of a second off your running, yeah, all of a sudden you're a a gold gold medal winner. Yes, that's you know it. I mean? It's it's literally shaving off every little second. Yeah. And that's what I do with my clients. I improve things. Mm. I mean, for some people, it completely changes the life. Yeah, you know, like if I'm removing an anxiety or a fear it changes a life for some people i'm just making little tweaks i work with people at the very top yeah. of their game and i make little tweaks that are just going to get them over that proverbial hurdle the coach for the olympic um cycling team did exactly that like he literally got everything out on paper and you know rejigged everything he lost weight on the bike he lost weight on the um, hmm. the suits that they wear. Like he just shaved <clears throat> things away, yeah. and then milliseconds he made off of milliseconds everything. off of every race. He was shaving and he was constantly hmm. re reanalyzing, and that's why we have the best cycling team in mm. the world and we're constantly it's, winning gold medals. So you have two marketeers mm. and one marketeer is earning I don't know thirty grand, another's earning a million a month. Mm. They're not doing. L- like, you know, if I if they both told you what they were doing, you'd be like, it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Someone's just bet, put better words in their ad. You know, you look yeah. at both ads and be like, I can't actually see any difference. But someone will have tested the use of a colour of a button mm. or something, testing, testing, and it's like, right, this performs better. Let's improve it a mm. little bit. It's like putting an ad on the left-hand side of a page so people read it yeah. first mm. rather than yeah. the right And it's knowing side. that. And in hypnosis, yeah. you know what words to use. Mm. You know, your tone of voice, your inflection, your, your everything. Yeah. You learn how to influence people mm. in those ways. And, you know, you can influence hugely with mm. words like the NLP. I hear people's language and I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like stop talking like that. You're yeah, literally yeah, yeah. damaging me. Yeah, like, yeah. It's 
you know, you pe- I hear people going, I'm crippled with anxiety. I can't. And I'm like, oh, stop saying that. Stop saying yeah. that. It's like you're further, like, dragging yourself down into this pit. Yeah. So your words are hugely, hugely important. I agree. Like, the internal dialogue and narrative that you have of yourself will, you know, have a huge effect on you. Mm-hmm. And that's why hypnosis is so good, because you can rewrite that script i see hypnosis as fast track Mm. so you go see i mean people don't have counseling for anxiety anymore but like a cbt Mm. cognitive behavioral therapy for anxiety what it what a cognitive behavioral therapist would take to achieve in a year i can achieve in one session Mm. literally yeah a hundred percent, and people yeah, are like it. impossible. It's like no, really. One she, she session, can. she can and, do it. Yeah, it, <laughs> they can completely change. Not everybody. Some mm. people, you do one session, and it's like I'm shocked at the results. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Hell, wow, <laughs> like their life's completely changed. Yeah. And then other people, it's like a twenty percent improvement, and that's great. But and most people are somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, but it is to me, it is like magic. Mm. People like take like try to demystify it. I'm like hell though, mystify it more. It's amazing. There's other ways that um, hypnosis can help though as well because there's another service that you do offer, and that's emotional clearance, and mm. that is basically like going through your memories and figuring out pulling out what it actually is that might be bothering you so i just basically i ask your subconscious mind to show you what is causing the jealousy the anger whatever the emotion is that you don't want to feel yeah um that is like more of a guided hypnosis session Mm. um it's not there's, as I say, there's different ways of doing hypnosis. Everybody does it slightly differently. Yeah. There's the, you know, from now on, you will do this and this and this mm-hmm. and your repetition, repetition, repetition. Some people use metaphors. They'll take you on yeah. a story and you're like, what the hell was that about? But it's a metaphor. And that is a bit metaphorical, yeah. the emotional clearance, because we go into a library and your subconscious mind will show you the books that represent this emotion that you want to clear, why it started. And it just, yeah, it just pops into your head and you're like, oh, Uh, that makes sense That's what happened to me. I was like, damn, okay. (laughs) Because it's all like, sometimes it's not the most obvious thing. No. You might think, oh, you know, I have resentment because of this, X, Y, and Z. But actually it's A, B, and C. Yeah. And you're like, oh. It's I think they're the most powerful sessions mm. when the subconscious mind gives you that you wake up going, Whoa, mm. that wasn't expected. And it's not always a things that kick off like an anxiety around not always a big traumatic event. Yeah, Sometimes no, no. it's just like a comment that someone made, like I don't From know. Mo- high school Monster Munch give you cancer. That's yeah. one I've worked with before it's like jesus christ and yeah. then this, it developed into a health anxiety years oh later that's wild what do you think about people that use hypnosis for like past life experiences like do you believe in <clears throat> past that life regression regression so for a start, you've got to believe yeah it's not that the the tutor i was trained at university and the tutor one of the tutors we had three was very into past life regression mm. so and he did it properly he was a historian first so of all what is past life so past regression. life regression is some people believe that they have lived before mm. it's not something i believe yeah personally okay um i'm take the more scientific view of its genetic memory yes okay. when people have these like oh okay I can that, see that makes sense when my mum was pregnant with me mm. you were Already in your body, yes. Because of you, the eggs, the eggs yes. were there. <laughs> so you can pass on genetic memories, genetic memories oh, wow. down through the generations okay. through our cells and everything else. Okay. So that's my interpretation. Yes. Okay. That's my. That's theory. very interesting. But some people believe we've lived before. Mm. So if what we would do is you would be like, right, I I can see myself as a baker in this town. Mm. So I would regress you yeah. beyond back to that 
at that time. Mm. So I do this life regression. So I might regress people to childhood for therapy purposes. Um, But I will, and I do it for people for fun. Like, you Mm. know, if they want to remember something, they're like, oh, I had this birthday party. We regress them and they can see it clearly or Mm. they can see their parents again or something. It's like quite powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we would regress you past back down to where it was then i'd ask you who your baker was who your butcher was mm. who was the priest where you lived what road you lived on and then i should go and research the findings yes to find out whether it's actually true the validity whether that was the butcher whether so and then if it came back that yes there was a butcher blah mm. blah blah doesn't still really mean that you lived before. It might be genetic memory. And then you'd probably Ah. go back through your family tree and see whether there's any connection. That's so powerful and so cool, though. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's just not... There's so many avenues you can go down with it, Mm. and it's just not an avenue I've ever taken because I'm I'm very logical and scientific rather than woo-woo, which (laughs) most hypnotherapists are woo-woo, you know, the the crystals, and I'm just not like that. Yeah, but that's good. Mm. You know, I was recently reading about this principle in Florida. Yeah, have you, you heard should. about this? You sent Dr. me that TikTok. Yeah, Doctor yeah. George Kennedy, mm-hmm. and he was accused of you know having a pl- a part to play in three children's death mm. because he was hypnotizing them as their principle. They had issues. And then he was hypnotizing them mm-hmm. to fix the confidence issues or make them perform better in football. And two of them committed suicide and one of them crashed the car mm-hmm. and died. Mm. And the parents, the friends blamed the principal, the hypnotist. Mm. And one of them even said when he crashed his car, the girl that was in the car with him crashed the car and was like, I saw he was in a hypnotic state while so, driving. So you've seen lots of shows. What does a hypnotic state look like? The rim, what is well, it? <laughs> it looks like a normal person. I've not seen a hypnotic state without a hypnotist present. Yeah, but you've seen one with a hip. Do you think it's going to be any different no, with or without? No. <laughs> like, so when people imagine hypnosis, they imagine people being like, and once a girl in a show has done like a really weird face and I've been like, what is that? But that's just her interpretation. <laughs> of what a hypnotic state should yes. be. Yeah, but I have hypnotised thousands of people and mm. you've seen probably hundreds of people hypnotised because yeah, yeah, yeah. you see a lot at a time. Yep. No one is ever looks like they're in some kind of weird trance. Like some Yeah. So like, that, again, so that with a pendulum girl, swinging. Yeah, that that guy probably lost control and was like, "Fuck!" Like yeah, yeah, yeah. frozen with fear, yeah. and she was like, "Oh God, he went really weird." Well, yeah, what do you look like just before you're about to die? When you can, <laughs> do you know what I mean? What? No, but when your car's veering no, off agree, the road, you'd I look agree. like people will freeze in fear. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he probably did look like that. That doesn't nothing to do with the hypnotist. Mm. They first of all tried to blame the dentist. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the only way, and I'm not saying that is not possible. Mm. It's not not possible that you could cause somebody's death. Yeah. If the hypnotist planted some kind of suggestion, suggestion that he would freeze or he would do something mm. on a command word. Mm. And then he heard that command word when he was driving. He'd have had to be in a brilliant subject for a start. Mm. He'd have had to be hypnotised a lot and planted that and ground down and planted that suggestion that on hearing this music or mm. this sound, you will, you'd have to be a brilliant hypnotic subject to end your own life. Yeah with in that way yeah of course like who would want to do that and he would have had to have had very ill intent as a hypnotist and this is the thing there's a lot of videos of him hypnotizing yeah. some of the subjects he and didn't he have literally the ability. He, he did he wasn't no he didn't look like or sound like he was trying to cause no. any malintent no. like he was trying to help these people mm-hmm. but as a principal in my opinion should you be taking you know your students into your room for an hour at a time to do hypnosis 
I don't think so. I think it crosses a line. I've seen I've seen the videos and this man was obviously like some people do get quite obsessed with hypnosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wear the little jumpers. That's one of my rants. They're like, let me hypnotize you. It's like, yeah, yeah. if I'm fucking hypnotizing, you're paying me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't go around doing that stuff for free. No. I've done <laughs> I've like done courses in LA and everyone's like, Are we going out on the strip afterwards? And hypnotize like, no. I, yeah. If you're, I'm. Do you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a professional. Yeah. I get paid for this shit. I don't do it for fun. That's the thing. But he looked like he was desperate to practice and experiment. Oh, it was a hobby that he just loved doing. Because his his therapy was like stage stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it a was. mixture. So he he wasn't, and he'd only prac. He'd only done like a week's course. Yeah, or he'd done a week's course. He wasn't licensed. He did get a sentence, but it mm. was. He was charged for practicing without a license. So I don't think he caused any deaths because, quite frankly, he didn't have the skill to cause those deaths. Damn. (laughs) For a start. Put some salt in that wound. The thing is, though, you know, you can cause great harm in the right circumstances. So there's a reason why you can, in the UK, you don't have to be licensed. And what do you think about that? Do you think... There should be a governing body. Yeah, I wish there were because yeah. there's loads of hypnotherapists out there yeah. that are like, oh, come to me. And the and shite. The crap. And then <laughs> that's what gives. So there's there's two like schools of belief. Firstly is hypnosis a load of shite and yeah. it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And then hypnosis is like really dangerous and terrible. Yeah. It can't be both. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's either bullshit or it. But you get the bullshit because there's loads of hypnotherapists out there that don't know what they're doing. And then mm. people go on YouTube, listen to a video, and they're like, "That hypnosis didn't work for me." I've listened to loads of those things. None of them are actually hypnosis. No. It's like just crap. They think that you're going to be like the snake in Jungle Book, and like <laughs> you're going to be like looking to music when I do stage. <laughs> But, yeah, when you do stage, you're about the mysticism, yeah, the yeah, showmanship, yeah. the drama. That's that's what you're creating. Mm. In therapy, you're not about that. But that's why you gravitated more towards therapy, because you actually wanted to help people. Yeah. And you actually get something from helping people. Yeah, and seeing... you, get, you get a massive buzz. when yeah, you. Yeah. I always say to clients... They can obviously I deal with um anxiety, negative thoughts, mm. um, and the negative thoughts that create procrastination. And I, when I say procrastination, I don't mean somebody sat watching TV in the pants at home. Yeah. I mean the procrastination yeah. <laughs> I mean procrastination of high achievers. Like yes. they know they can achieve something, they're just not taking the action. That's right. where I work a lot. It's, but I delete the negative thoughts mm. that are around that so that they can reach those heights. Mm. But when you see somebody get over those hurdles and suddenly change their life, start earning loads of money, lose the weight, have happy relationships mm. or whatever. It's amazing. And especially when like they add me on social media and I get, you know, somebody that's had agoraphobia that hasn't been out and then mm. they're at uni or yeah. they're running the business again. It's like, wow. Or, you know, making millions, whatever. Yeah. That is, I mean, the money is good. But... Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy spending the money too, but that is such a buzz. I think what I've witnessed, which is probably the most profound thing, is <clears> dealing with people when they're at the end of their life with terminal illnesses mm. and helping them come to terms with, mm. you know, end of life and the process yeah. of... I mean, I've worked with a few people with cancer, not mm. to try and cure No, cancer. of course not. It's... To, and I'm not saying that can't be done. I don't know how to do it. Maybe some people can. It's Who more knows? like hospice but care, like to, it's, to help. So them. I've worked with a few people that come to me with terrified, mm. terrified of dying. Yeah. And you know they're at the end of their life and they're not living those final days fully. Mm. And you know after the first session they're going home, they're waking up every morning, listening to the music, dancing mm. around the bedrooms, and just enjoying their last few days, weeks, yeah. whatever it is. And I've worked with literally up until a week before people's deaths. Yeah. You know, in the, you know <laughs> so maybe I'm to blame. No. <laughs> but that's <laughs> that's where people make a connection. I mean, it is like a superpower <clears throat> just to 
get into somebody's mind and switch off the anxiety or the mm-hmm. the negative thought. Like that's that's amazing. And I mean, yeah. you've experienced. You've worked with my friends. You've worked with me from being a kid. Like mm. there was times when, you know, even sports days and races we like do little used... sessions and in, in the car exactly. obviously you weren't driving i was driving <laughs> it's like don't do hypnosis while you're driving unless you're the hypnotist <laughs> but like i do a session with you yeah to make you win a race and <clears> i used <throat> to win bitch mm. but, but do you feel like it made a difference well i had the ability to win but yeah. it's 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 more so believing that you can win mm. as well like if you mm. believe that you're gonna lose i remember that race lose. where you fell yeah. Twice. Oh, yeah. And you got up and you still <laughs> whooped everybody's ass. That was literally. so funny. Like, just <clears throat> tripping over, exactly. getting up, but, doing it. you know, you might not have got up and run as fast because you thought it was over. Mm. But because you had that fire in your belly, you're like, yep. let me just push this further. I've helped Marines on a test where they've failed one little bit. Yeah. And they've been able to do it out of the test you know, it was a climbing rope. Yeah, yeah. They were able to do it out of the test, but they couldn't get the final few inches in the test. Mm. I've helped them do that. That's amazing. I've helped police do, you know, like the bleep people going the into the police test, force, the yeah. bleep test. I've just loads of stuff like that that just get them over the mm. line. They just need that bit of extra. Yeah, I'm not going to take you from the couch to running a marathon when you physically can't do that but I can push you to your max ability. What is your advice for anybody at home wanting to get into hypnosis themselves? To learn. Yeah. Go to university, learn psychology, psychotherapy. Mm. That would be my preferred, but lots of people don't do that. Mm. They go to a pop-up kind of college. Yeah. Um. You know, somebody else that's a hypnotherapist that suddenly started training. To me, that's continued professional development it's not mm. a solid study um the na the what is it national college of hypnosis is mm. one of the only providers of training that offers um you can go on to do a master's oh right okay i can't because i've done um stage and so they actually allowed. don't let you do a master's they will let me do my master's because i've, I've got to be registered with um, one of the associations and they won't let me register because I've done stage. Uh, yeah, so that stopped me. Doing stage stopped me from being able to do my master's. Uh, so that was the downfall of going on stage. TV and stage. And... Because they're old school. Yeah, yeah. They don't, do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be bad, but then there's there. I've, I've dealt with therapists that are registered with them mm. that have really damage people a lot more than any stage ever has. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> so have you got any advice for anybody that wants hypnotherapy? Where mm. can they find you? Oh, well, obviously <laughs> you can find me online. I don't deal with everything. I don't no, deal no. with, like, stopping smoking, things like that. But if you... Say, for instance, you want somebody to help with stopping smoking, do your research on the person, look mm. at their reviews and, you know, even reviews can be made up. You, yeah, you, do you know what I mean? But you need to look at the validity of the person, the feedback, the reviews, whether they're, you know, have been around a long time mm-hmm. because you can literally train in a weekend. You know, people yeah. come to me after they've seen various other hypnotherapists and like, it didn't work, I didn't get any results. And then they have a session with me and they're like, whoa straight away it's completely different yeah because i'm actually properly qualified and i've got a lot of experience in this area try and do your session for stopping smoking it's probably not going to work because i'm crap at that it's like going to um uh aesthetician and getting your lips done by somebody that's not a nurse (laughs) yeah but again it's it's like going i have somebody that does my lips yeah I might not go to them for my Botox or filler in my cheeks or... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm... Because I'm, they're good at a specific thing. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. Mm. We find our special specialty. Yeah. And you stick to it. And you hone it and you specialise and, and you become exactly, a master. Exactly. You become really good at that particular mm-hmm. thing. So you go to your beauty therapist. They might be brilliant at waxing legs but crap at nails. Yeah, it's true. So make sure they are good at the thing that you want yeah. to do. <laughs> Is there anybody that can't be hypnotised? 
So, as I always say, it's difficult for me to hypnotise deaf people because they can't hear me, obviously. And people that can't follow basic instruction, I'm talking people with very low Mm. IQ that, you know, can't follow instruction. And that doesn't include, like, ADHD, that people that find it difficult because I am and they're perfect subjects. Um, But other than that, everyone can be hypnotised. Don't you ask when people come up on stage not to be too drunk? Does that affect? Yeah, because they just end up falling asleep. They'll just be sat there snoring. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Close your eyes and the next minute they're asleep. I don't want them asleep. Yeah. So you don't want people too drunk. Obviously, for stage, it's different. You don't mm. want people with that are too drunk. You don't want people with mental health problems mm. or anything like that. It's... Yep. And you send people back, and the reason why you send people back is they're not funny. The shirt, the skirt's too short, and everyone can see the knickers <laughs> because they are not going as quick as the other people. Yeah. I don't want ten people on stage. I only need about four or five mm. for a great show. Yeah. Um. So if I've got five people that are brilliant subjects, I'm not going to spend another twenty minutes on the rest of you. Mm. Because it'd just be boring. It'd be a waste of time. So the idea is quick. Yeah, Let's, yeah. you know, get it moving as quickly as possible. So I'll just send the rest back. And then people are like, I can't be hypnotized. Mm. No, you can't be hypnotized quickly or with that particular method. If I was working with you on your own, I'd just use a different method. So a therapy, one-on-one therapy, you can actually spend more time with the person and, and actually no, get to I a deeper... And no, I bespoke the induction to them, not okay. just the therapy. Yeah. So, you know, like an electrician, I might talk about rewiring the brain or something in the mm-hmm. induction. I will use something that fits them more. If mm. they're spiritual, I might do it a bit more spiritually. Yeah. You know, if they're a faith person, I might talk about God or something in yeah, the induction. Yeah. It's, I make it fit the person. Well, if anybody wants any hypnosis from my mother, mm-hmm. you know where to find her. <laughs> It's fascinating. I'm always learning and, you know, it's Mm. always fascinating me, the results. As you listen to my voice, you will feel obliged, obligated, compelled to subscribe, like and share. So that was a very interesting episode. And I'm sure there's a lot more that we can cover. Oh, God, we could talk forever. Yeah, we definitely could. We haven't got forever. Stay hypnotically curious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Go to and sleep. sleep. That's it. Do that to the camera. And, and sleep. sleep. <laughs> <laughs>